This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk. Future Talk. With Omiyal Saleh and Hany Balkis on Pulse 95. Welcome back to Pulse 95 and welcome back to school. It is the first day of school, ladies and gentlemen, the first day of university. I hope you guys are all excited just like I am because obviously I don't go to school, but I'm still happy for you guys. I'm excited for you guys. And I mean, it's the first day of the school season. I hope you guys have a great season and uh, it's, it's, it's the begin- e-learning. It's e-learning. It's the beginning of the week. And uh, what are we talking about today, Omnia? Well, we have lots and lots in store today. Um, we're going to be starting out with celebrating Elon Musk's biggest accomplishments. We've been talking about the Neuralink for the past year now. And this weekend has been a very big weekend for Elon Musk simply because he was able to demo how the Neuralink actually works. Sadly, he didn't do it on human beings. He did it on animals. But we're going to be telling you all the latest details on how that went. And talking about back-to-school Fortnite, which is every kid's favorite game. I know all my <laughs> uh, little cousins love playing Fortnite. But Apple has terminated Epic Games, which does own Fortnite's account on the App Store. So Epic Games and Fortnite are no longer on the App Store. Now, this is great because back to school. <laughs> it is great because kids won't be able to waste time playing Fortnite, but definitely sad news for all those kids tuning into us right now. Coming up on Future Talk, kicking off back to school right here on Future Talk, we're going to be telling you all about Zoom's new virtual classroom. It is very similar to what a typical real-life classroom would look like. And what are the different features? Those are going to be coming up in just a few moments. And Microsoft is hitting headlines once again as they are bringing real-time audio transcriptions to the to Word. You know Word? Yes. Yeah. You, you can now transcribe. You can now tra- yes, and it's No need amazing. to take notes. Omnia is going to love this. <laughs> yes, definitely. Coming up on Future Talk, we're also going to be letting you know on the latest wearable coming right out of Amazon. It is not competing with the Apple Watch. I know it sounds a little bit different to say that simply because it is a fitness tracker, but it's definitely a one of its kind. How does it work and what are its features? This is also going to be coming up on Future Talk. Yes, it might actually be going head to head with Fitbit mm-hmm. as we did talk about Fitbit last week and how it can uh, measure your stress. Now, what is this uh, watch going to do or band going to do? Keep Pulse 95 locked and you'll know all about that in a bit. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world in the UAE and around the world. Big news happened this weekend, especially with Elon Musk, simply because his latest accomplishment was finally put to the test. Sadly, though, it was not put to the test on human beings, but rather on animals. And can you guess what animal that was, Hani? Now, Omni and I actually were speculating last week that it would be monkeys or chimpanzees. Yeah. Something around that line, as we do know that monkeys are the closest thing to, to, to human, human beings. beings. But it wasn't the case, Omni, was it? It wasn't the case. Uh, the Neuralink was actually tested on pigs and uh, he did a very similar twist on the three little pigs so elon musk had his biggest live demo taking place on friday it's actually available uh, for you if you want to go ahead and watch it but elon musk's neuroscience startup Neuralink actually picked up its own testing on a pig named 
Gertrude. Now, what's interesting about this chip, uh, let me tell you a little bit about the demo and how it went. So he started out by telling everyone about the importance of this Neuralink chip. And mm. he wanted to emphasize that it wasn't meant to control our brains or allow Elon Musk and his team to have control over us. But rather, it was meant to bring a medical solution to all those who struggle with neural conditions and nerve issues. So I think it's called parapelgic people, Mm. uh, people who are paralyzed from the waist down, or even people who are fully paralyzed and can barely move their facial movements will have lots of hope coming with this Neuralink. Uh, We did talk a little bit about the design on Thursday of the Neuralink, and Hani and I were on both different ends of the spectrum. So the first design of the Neuralink looked a little bit like an ear implant, Mm. but Elon Musk did announce that he was actually working on modifying this design design and it was looking exactly like a chip that would be inserted in your brain mm. so no ear implants looking devices behind your ear and the reason behind that is because he wanted the Neuralink to look as normal as possible he wanted people to be able to resume normal life activities without necessarily looking like they had the Neuralink in them and and what I believe is the the implement is like a coin sh- it's coin yes. shaped it's a coin shaped device and uh, like you said Omnia it's 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 there to cure people who have Alzheimer's and a lot of uh, diseases or, or impairments that mostly happen with the brain. Now, not many of us know, but impairments or, or disabilities do happen because there is not a lot of uh, electromagnetic waves that are being sent throughout the brain. And what this device is, is supposed to do, it's supposed to ease or even fully re-give that electromagnetic wave, I believe, through the brain. Absolutely. And one thing that I like that he mentioned is an electronic issue requires an electronic solution. And this is exactly what the Neuralink is working to provide. But apart from also uh, solving a lot of issues, as you mentioned, Hani, uh, whenever we're talking about neural conditions such as Alzheimer's, there is no actual cure for this disease up to this day and age. So Mm. a device like this could definitely potentially become a breakthrough in science. But what's interesting about it is it could also be used for the regular human being. So one of the people attending the event actually asked him if we could be able to or if we would be able to record and replay memories by Mm. using the Neuralink. And his answer was actually yes. Can you imagine being able to record your memories and replay them, back them up and restore them at any point of time? I mean, this sounds like a Rick and Morty episode. I don't know if you know know Rick and Morty. Now, there was actually one, uh, one episode where they would take each other's memories and stick them into each other and it would replay memories. And sometimes they could remove memories. Yes. So if you had a bad experience or a bad memory and I'm thinking about if this can go in line with PTSD mm. people who suffer from PTSD and always have a kind of, if something would trigger this PTSD and if they could remove that absolutely ima- could they remove trauma imagine if they could remove trauma 4215 let us know would you want this coin shaped device implanted in your brain to help you relive memories or even remove memories. Yes, indeed. He also did mention, uh, Elon Musk did mention that you could even download your memories on a mm. robot, on a computer, so you can have them for a lifetime. Imagine if someone could download your memories and use them on themselves. Oh, that's definitely the creepy side that, of that's it. That's pretty creepy, Omnia, but you know what a lot of, uh, what one, one user called uh, these pigs or this pig, mm. Cypork. Oh my God. <laughs> Instead of cyborg, cyborg. Let's tell them a little bit about how the demo went. So there were three pigs. One of the, I'm not sure of the name, but I know the one that tried out the Neuralink, her name was Dorothy. And it was after the, I think the sheep that mm. was usually used for testing. So the three pigs, one of them 
had the Neuralink but had it removed. So this actually went to prove the... Uh, the it's safe to the, remove it yeah, and put it back. the capability of reversibility. So basically, if, you, if any human being were to get the Neuralink and had it removed, their life would not be stopped. You will actually resume normal life activities as if you never had it. Second pig had the Neuralink, was functioning just fine. The pig had the Neuralink for two months. Uh, you could actually track the brain signals through that Neuralink. Uh, and the third pig, I think, had two Neuralinks installed or installed, implanted in their heads at you the could same say installed. time. <laughs> installed sounds nice. I have, I have a Neuralink installed in my heart and my, my and brain. In my heart, in my brain. Yeah, two the pacemaker, I think, the, I think yes. they use the terminology installed or implanted. Mm-hmm. But uh, what else? Continue. Two Neuralinks yeah. in one brain, in one pig's brain. And that the both Neuralinks like a super were, pig now. <laughs> I wanted. I wondered why there were two, but then from the way he explained it, I guess it was for people who would suffer they from more than one condition. Yeah, and uh, they they don't stack. There isn't a problem if you need more than one. But can you imagine? We're living in a day and age where we're talking about implanting not just one brain chip, but two at the same time. And this is only just the beginning. We're in 2020. Who knows what's going to happen in 2025 or even next year? But what's happening on the Apple Store right now, ladies mm, and gentlemen, big news. is that Apple has terminated Epic Games' account on the App Store. Now, for people who don't know what Epic Games is, Epic Games is the, the, the creator of Fortnite. Now, mm. Fortnite is the game that everyone in the whole entire world knows about. It. Even my dad, who doesn't play Fortnite, knows about it. And Fortnite uh, is being removed from the Apple Store. Now, Apple did say it had terminated Fortnite creator Epic Games' account on the App Store after following a legal battle between the two over the iPhone makers in-app payment options. Now, Apple has been having a lot of problems with different types of apps and creators when it comes to that payment because obviously you're using the Apple pla- the Apple App Store platform, so Apple does want to take a little bit percentage mm. from that payment or from that buy. And even Omnia Spotify was having problems and they made a great advertisement video mm. on how to kind of raise awareness about the situation. And then I believe... That Facebook included, by the way. Facebook was also making headlines about the same issue. And, and, and I believe after that, Apple was trying to ease uh, ease away on how people could subscribe to Spotify's, uh, Sp- Spotify's service. Mm-hmm. But the move will actually not affect Epic Games' Unreal Engine, which is a software tool mm-hmm. that is relied on hundreds of other app makers. So obviously, Apple, uh, the Unreal Engine tool, a lot of people, a lot of app users use it to make apps and that is owned by epic games oh okay. so so let's say for example twitter twitter is is, is made by by the unreal tool mm-hmm. it won't be affected so obviously they're trying to boycott or they're trying to punish epic games and removing their account from the apple store but let us know 4215 are you a fortnite user do you play it on ios do you play it on computer play it on playstation 4 whatever you play it on do you play it and what do you feel about this move that apple is making removing Epic Games account on the App Store. 4215, If you cannot text us in at any reason possible, at Pulse95 Radio on Instagram. I'm so happy that it's getting removed because honestly, Fortnite was the reason. It was fun on, on iOS anyways. It was, it was the reason why video gaming was considered to become an official addiction by the World Health Organization. So all parents tuning in right now will definitely be happy that Fortnite is off of the platform, at least with back to school uh, being yes. in action. But when one thing falls, Omnia, Mm. Something else will take its place. And I'm going to tell you guys later about how PUBG and Apple, which is Player Unknown Battlegrounds, which is PUBG is uh, the, the arch nemesis mm-hmm. of Fortnite and how they are taking the charts on the Apple Store. Ooh.
421 So let us know. We're taking a short break. But when we come back, we're going to tell you everything that's happening right here in the tech world. You're listening to Pulse 95. Tech this out. Tech this out. Pulse 95. Tech this out, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we're talking about. Check this out. We're talking about virtual classroom experiments that are now a reality on the Zoom platform. Now, obviously, everyone in the whole entire world knows what Zoom is now because, obviously, the COVID-19 <laughs> pandemic and a lot of classes, companies, uh, universities and schools are actually relying on Zoom to kind of uh, communicate with students and teachers. But now, ladies and gentlemen, Zoom said it will let users create a virtual classroom with a seating arrangement. Can you imagine, like back in school, I don't know about you, Hani, but there was a lot of arguments on where you would sit in a class. Where, where would you sit? Can you guess? In the front. <laughs> yes. In the front, but there so, was... So, so, oh. so, so since it's the first day of school, Omnia, okay. right, let's, let's go down a trip on memory lane. Okay. First day of school, my dad used to take me to school. Mm-hmm. Like, honey, you're going to have to sit in the front. They thought the dumb, honey. Like, right? And I'm like, okay. Where so, would you sit? In so the back. I, I would sit for maybe the first day and then I would go back to, uh, in the back. Of I would course. sit in the back. And then the problem is when you're like, hey, my grades are doing bad. I need to go back, sit in the front. The nerds like you, Omnia, would already have to already be in the front and I couldn't sit in the front. So automatically I was in the back. So the back on the left side, it was my area. It was your area. Yeah, it was and my area. And would you sit with your friends? Would you like arrange the desks yeah, we in were, a way? Yeah, we were, we were like eight Mm. And we would all sit in that same row. Were you ever picked to move to be moved to another place away from your friends because you talk too much? Well, Omnia, that is a given, obviously. That's a given. Yeah, the front. I would, I would, Hanny, come, go in the front. Hanny, go in the corner. Hanny, go like I was. I was everywhere, man. I never stopped talking. Oh God! I never stopped talking. Well, explains your career right now. Yeah. Well, I, it did work out for me. So, uh, Mister, I mean, if you're listening to right now, you said, Hanny, you talk too much. Well, here I am, <laughs> on the radio. Believe it or not, how ironic. But Zoom is now giving seating arrangements, which is funny because Omnia, it does kind of say, Hey, listen. We're going to give you that full classroom experience. Yes, indeed. It's also bringing a spotlight feature so that you, a teacher could actually highlight mm, I like that. a group of presenting students. Now, this is definitely a feature that could be used in two ways. You could either highlight the good students or you could bring to the light those who are very talkative in a classroom. But teachers will also be able to spotlight up to nine students at once for a focused group view. Now, this is definitely going to come in handy for teachers to basically allow easier communication among students. We do know that with using online platforms when it comes to studying, it's harder for a teacher to be able to speak to 28 students, let's say, in a classroom all at once. But to be able to bring to the spotlight nine of those students at one time will definitely be coming in handy. Zoom is also making it possible for users to drag and drop participants in gallery view. So this is basically uh, allowing a teacher to choose whichever students she wants to highlight and bring them to the front of the room, if we may say, in a virtual classroom. You know, Omnia, I love Zoom. I do, I do love uh, Zoom. A lot of people have benefited from it. But my only take on Zoom is that they need to kind of focus a little bit more on their mobile devices, their mm. platforms, on the apps on their mobile devices, Omnia. Because I, I as a tech savvy person, had a little bit of trouble 
uh, guiding my way through through that app and it's trying to sign very, up. It's, it's not, not very, very user, user friendly. friendly. User friendly, especially because Omni, we're talking about moms, moms and dads, and older people 100%. who want to use Zoom. You have to kind of, and if they're in another country and they don't, and they're on their own, they're gonna have a hard time. Honey, I almost had a heart attack teaching my mom how to use Zoom meetings. Ma- Honestly, I, I, it was it was very frustrating because. It, the app on the phone, A, is not as user-friendly as you mentioned, but B, if you don't have the app turned on, mm. you're not going to receive the calls. N- not, not only that, Omnia, you have to kind of, you have you have to uh, register through an email. Yes. And come and ask your mom what was the email password oh in 2006 God. that she created. When I tell you I almost had a heart attack, I was pulling my hair, I was trying so hard to be as nice as I can on that phone call, but it was very frustrating. Now, yeah, and I mean, this is actually super important. Why? Because this is particularly helpful for teachers and students that use sign language. Mm. And and it can be actually have more, uh, uh, it does not actually trigger the speaker to appear in the speaker view. So you can use sign language as well, American sign language. Yes. To get through with these students absolutely now what what helps with this is the fact that you can actually multi-pin on zoom so this is the newest feature that they're adding where any user may be able to pin up to nine participants mm. on screen in their personal view so if a teacher let's say knows in her classroom she has about two students who do use uh, the American Sign Language, she can go ahead and pin them on her screen so she can always keep an eye on what they're trying to say instead of only having that student pop up when they speak. And with those who, who struggle with uh, speech impairments, they can't really necessarily speak up to uh, voice their opinions. And you know, I mean, this is also great to win because we all know we used to play games in class with the teacher. Mm-hmm. This is good. Why? Because let's say you you can now highlight a selected group and mute them. True. And le- so this is good when it comes to debates. Yes. Now, if you're having a debate, say group A, muted. Group B, now you can defend your topic or whatever debate they're having. So, so I, you don't have people speaking over each other. You don't have other. people speaking over each other, Omnia. I, I did debates in, in, in university, Omnia. When someone would try to talk uh, over same. me, my, the veins in my neck would pop out. And I, you have to be nice about it. You're but trying I, so hard to like wait for your turn, but you just can't. Not only that, when people talk over me, like I'll be talking about like, hey, I don't think this is the re- the way because no, 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 it's the like. Listen, dude, I'm talking right now. You gotta calm down. So having this feature, Omnia. Is super important and very friendly to the teacher and students as well. Now that you mention it, I wish I could go back to school just to do debate class on Zoom. Because honestly, it would be a lot easier to debate when you can mute the other group. And also, during a debate, for example, I'm talking about the debate because this does come very important. The teacher, the student can actually ask to have himself unmuted. Mm. So if Omnia is talking and you want to jump in, you can click that button and say, hey, I want to be unmuted. And mm-hmm. if the teacher sees that it's appropriate timing to unmute, he'll unmute you or she'll unmute you and you can say what you want to say. You know where this will also come in handy? We've all seen the funny videos all over social media of teachers catching their students um, ordering pizza without muting themselves, talking to their family without muting mm-hmm. themselves. So now the teacher can actually mute that student without constantly repeating, can you please mute yourself? Can you please mute yourself there, over there, and there, over again? There was a video, there was a, a video, it was going around, uh, someone actually screen recorded uh, that Zoom call between teachers and students. Yeah. And this guy had just woken up. And so there, so some students, some teachers actually ask for attendance by saying, say, I'm here. Yeah. So you'd unmute, I'm here. This guy goes, I'm here. And he unmutes it, right? 
And then he goes back to sleep and he goes, he starts snoring. Oh, and he's like, God. Abdullah, Abdullah, Abdullah. And he's out, dude. He's out of it. So the teacher has this go back when quarantine was first coming out. And they, she, he kicked him out of the chat. So, so, so that's funny. But you know what's also, also happening, Omnia? Is that the quality performance mm. of Zoom is going to be better for musicians who want to kind of teach other students who to play the guitar, to play the piano or whatever. This is going to be fantastic news for all those who love music class in school. Let us know how has your first day on, on in online school right here in Sharjah gone. Text in at 4215, Dorit or sign into our DMs. At Pulse 95 Radio. Coming up, Microsoft is getting a new transcription feature. How and where can you get it? We're going to be giving you all those details in just a few moments. Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Today's show is very school-centric, and with that, I want to ask you a question. Because we honey. love school. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> You're only cool if you go to school. Oh, God. Back with the cringy coats. Listen, I have a question. In uni, were you the type of kid to record classes where you were too sleepy to attend, or you, were, you weren't just focusing enough? Would you actually sit down and voice record the classes without your professors knowing? To listen to later on. No. No? I know you were. <laughs> I would. I hated people like that. <laughs> I hated people Thanks like that. Thanks a lot. They'd be like sitting in front and if you said something wrong, they'll look at you like, hey man, I'm recording. I'm like, what? What are you recording, look, man? Let me tell you though. We, we, we had one kid, Omnia, who had a, a voice recorder. Like who uses a voice recorder? No way. In, in this Not day and age. Phone? Not a phone, a voice recorder. And he would put it by the board. But how would the professor not the notice? Prof- the professor would know. It was fine by him. Really? Okay, yeah. that's interesting. Because in our back in university, we weren't allowed to do that. So we were doing it without professors knowing. But let me tell you, I would record classes. You're right about that one. But I would never actually have the energy to sit down and listen back to write notes. It's like, Omnia, when you take a picture of notes on the board that you never <laughs> open back again. Yes. Yeah. I'd be like, the, the professor would be like, hey, this is important information. You'd be like... Let me take a picture one second. And you take the angle right. You take the angle right. And then you send it to all the groups. And no one, no one would use that picture. No one would look back at the notes and see what was going on. So I believe, Omnia, that this transcription uh, that, that Microsoft is doing is 10 times better. Yes. So let's tell you all about it. So Microsoft 365 Office is actually launching a new feature called the transcription feature. So basically... You don't have to sit down and re-listen to the recordings to write down notes because mm. Microsoft is doing that for you. Mm. And it's launching this feature right into its well-known, famous Microsoft Word. Mm. So how convenient could this be? You don't have to download any new applications to be able to use it. Now, what's great about that, Omnia, now, let's say, for example, the professor was said, well, lectures are go for an hour, an hour yes. and 30 minutes. Mm. Now, let's say you didn't know something about electromagnetic fields. Mm-hmm. So you can just control F, electromagnetic fields. And boom, there but, you have but it. But if you're in a class with me, Omnia, do you know how it would be? How would Electromagnet- it be? Honey, stop talking. Electro- <laughs> That's how it would look like. <laughs> That's how the transcription would look like. I like how you know yourself. Yeah. You're was, very I was self-aware. A, I was a talkative guy back in, in the university. I'm still a talkative guy. You still are to this day. But um, for those of you who are interested in learning more about this feature, it's available. you can find more details on the website of Microsoft 365. But 
In a nutshell, this feature could actually record your conversation directly in to Microsoft Word. It'll transcribe them automatically for you. So not only does it come in handy for students, but also for journalists and mm. researchers. Um, what's interesting about it is it can detect different speakers at once. So after you finish recording, you can easily follow the flow of the transcript. Another great feature about it is that it actually has a five-hour limit per month for any of the uploaded recordings. Of course, you can pay more, but mm. if you don't want to pay, you can get five-hour limits per month. So maybe on the days where you're planning to miss class, you can ask your friend to go ahead and record and trans allow Word to transcribe for you. And Omnia, there's actually audio timestamps. So it'll say at, for example, 2.43, Hani said 2.43. Mm. And you can go back and look look at that and see what is going on specifically. This is amazing because if you're anything like me, you would get sleepy towards like, let's say the last half hour of the show. And this is when you would want to go ahead and see what did the professor say that was important? Mm. What really mattered during those few minutes? Uh, now, your transcript will appear alongside the Word document uh, that has the recording. And this will actually enable you to leverage your transcript so you can create great content, revise uh, what what the transcript actually includes. Maybe Microsoft Word made a mistake on a word or two. You'll be able to go ahead and edit that out. Yes, Omnia. Now, this is the first time that I've seen this technology being used. But it's the first time in a Word. In Word, yes. But isn't the first time I've actually seen this being implemented? Now, a lot of a lot of students and a lot of uh, uh, med medical medical uh, majors mm. they would use an iPad Pro with that stencil, and they would they would write their notes. But they would always be having an app that records everything the professor says, mm, so they can transcribe. So they it. can transcribe it later. So, I, I mean, it, it's crazy how technology has moved so far. But again, I'm kind of wondering if the professor has a low voice, will it pick it up? Mm. There's a lot of things that come into mind. Now, the most logical thing that I would do if I could, if I cared about recording my professor's voice and transcribing it later, is putting a voice recorder over there. But it's a lot of work. And then coming back and then playing that voice recording on front of my laptop. It's a great idea. But would Hani do it? Well, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> So that that that, that uh, let us know four two one five dual slot would you do it? And are you the type that records lectures or classes in general to listen to them later on? You know, Omnia, what's great about distance learning and Zoom, mm. you can record them anyways. Fun. This is why I love technology because now that classes, at least classes, are resuming for me in a few days, I don't have to attend the class. I'll just Can't turn. Relate. <laughs> I'll turn it on. <laughs> And have it transcribed for me all the notes. I did say you're only cool if you go to school. Well, but I'm well. too cool for school, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we're taking a short break, but when we come back, we're jumping in the gadget of the day. You're, you're listening, listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. Pulse 95. New tech you might want to play with or even work out with. And we're not talking about the Fitbit. We're not talking about the Apple Watch. We're not talking about the Samsung Galaxy Watch. Mm -hmm. We're talking about Amazon's new Halo wearable. I'm ready to debate with you on this one because I was watching the reviews of different people and what they thought of it. And I'm quite intrigued by it. Now, I know, I, I, I think I kind of have a feeling of where you're going to go with this. They lost me already, Omnia. They, I knew it. I knew it. Because you're always going to compare it to the Apple Watch. Mm -mm. 
It's not meant to be compared it's to the Apple watch. watch. It's not a watch. But you lost it me already. It's a fitness tracker. Yes, but you lost me already. You why? know why? Why? Because it's subscription-based. It is subscription-based. Yes. But this is where Amazon is trying to make money out of it. Let me tell you a little bit about what the Amazon Halo has to offer for all of its users. Now, this is basically a fitness band. So if we were to compare it with any other wearable, it would only be compared to the Fitbit because it's not like an Apple Watch. Yeah, you don't wear it all day. Exactly. It does not have a screen. It won't show you notifications on your phone, but it is paired with your phone. So it has an application that comes along with it that is subscription based. The best part about it, the one part that won me personally, is the fact that it actually can scan your body and your voice. So Amazon actually, um, how can I say, it proposes that the halo is more accurate or twice as accurate as the body scan that you would find in a nutritionist's office or even at your gym. So it can scan all of your metrics, your BMI, your muscle mass, your bone mass more accurately than any other uh, actual scale. And it does that by using your phone. So it will ask you to take pictures of your body from all sides. It will create a 3D model that will basically be the best way to evaluate how you are on your fitness journey. But going back to the point about the voice, the halo can also actually scan your voice. So you know how sometimes you can be passive aggressive mm -hmm. to your friends, to your siblings, sarcastic, to your, for example, to your mother. Some, exactly. And sometimes you don't even notice it. Mm. Halo is there to keep track of your attitude, basically. Mm. So it can actually find out what tone did you have when you spoke to your colleague, to your mother, to your friend, to your significant other, and it will let you know how your tone was at the end of the day. Now, I'm going to talk about the features, and then okay. I'm going to go talk about the price point. Now, we're talking about how it will take your activity, your sleep, your tone, and your body, your BMI. Mm. All of it sounds great, Omni. I like what they're, I like what they're selling. Mm -hmm. But what are they selling? Is it worth my dollars? Mm -hmm. Because obviously, we're going to talk about money. Now, a product could be great, but the price point wouldn't be selling enough. Now, we're talking about the band will cost $99.9. So basically, $100 times 3.66 dirhams. And then you're going to be paying four dollars per month to be subscribed to the service mm. which is 12 dirhams okay so around let's say just to round it out 15 dirhams 15 times 12 that is around 100 and something dirhams but that's nothing you're paying a thousand and let's say 700 for an apple watch but you don't but you don't pay a subscription fee yes but collectively with a year worth of subscription you it won't reach the price point of an apple watch yeah but to only to, to use the watch you got to pay four dollars I understand. Yeah. But see, in a year, how much would you pay? pay we just uh, mentioned. $28. $28. So in total, the uh, the Halo Fitness it's Band. It's going to cost you $130, a year to operate. Let's say 400 500 dirhams. To operate. Okay. It's still cheaper than what an Apple Watch would cost you. Yeah, but it could stay for three years, Apple Watch. Yeah, but won't you upgrade it? Yeah, I, 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 feel, I listen. I like what they're selling, mm. but I, the subscription thing is the thing that I don't get. Why would they do it? They do it because a Amazon wants to make money out of it, and, and b and it's not associated with your Prime account. Yes, it's not. So, so if you have Amazon Prime, which you're already paying fifteen dirhams for, mm. you're gonna have to pay an extra twelve dirhams on top of that, or thirteen dirhams on top of that. So that's rounding up at thirty dirhams. Now, Omnia, it's it's it's. I have a lot of people have this problem. Mm. We're like, oh, it's only twelve dirhams, only ten dirhams, but it stacks on top of True. each other. I agree. So th that's when you're saying, hey, listen, 
my where's my paycheck going? You see, what it's I'm going on Halo bands. But uh, another issue with it is it actually does not have many of the features that are are available on other bands. So it doesn't have the GPS, it does not have Wi-Fi, yes. and it does not have cellular mm. radio. So that's another sign that it's meant to be basically it's, a more laid-back kind a, of. It's a it's tracker. a lifestyle band. It's not a medical band. It's a lifestyle band. It's a workout band. It's a workout <laughs> band, basically. But again, I like what they're giving. I like what they're selling. Mm. But in comparison with the market, the market has more for less. We're mm. talking about Fitbits. We see a lot of Fitbits go for 120, 130 okay. grams. Mm. Look, can I sell, can but, I tell you uh, another feature that might fit, sell you? Those Fitbits, of course, they don't they don't calculate your uh, your your your, uh, your tone, your, your BMI. They don't calculate that. But am I going to sacrifice a lot of things just for BMI and tone? No, but it can also measure your sleep in a different way than other bands mm. do. How? So, Intrigue me. Okay, so with this, with the sleep feature, it can actually track your sleep based on multiple things. We've seen with other third-party apps on Apple Watch, they can also track your sleep. But with this one, uh, the Halo Band actually measures your temperature as you sleep. It measures uh, your movement as you sleep. And I think it also measures uh, your, I'm not sure, there was another aspect that it also measures. If I'm not mistaken, it would be your heart rate. Mm. And based on all those three aspects, it will give you a score every night on how was your sleep. So let's say you didn't sleep too well last night, you'll get a 20% uh, sleep uh, uh, score. score. The next night you'll work on improving that. Another feature that might just tell you is that it makes a game out of movement. Mm. So we know that the Apple Watch tracks your steps, mm. but the Halo Band will actually track your steps every hour. So yeah, let's say you have a hundred point score per day. If mm. you don't move every hour, you lose points. Mm. If you move every hour, you gain points. Mm. And by the end of the day, you have a score that you can compare to the days before. I like it. Mm. I'm not saying I don't like it's it. Different. I like it. It's it's the subscription fee. It's that, it's cheap. Yeah. It's not. I'm not saying it's super expensive. But it adds up. It's, it it adds up. That 12 dirhams or 13 dirhams a month is we're looking at who is the majority of people who are going to pay a Netflix subscription, an Amazon subscription, Amazon Watch Prime. subscription, yeah. And then they get, so when you do it all of this and all adds up, you're you're adding more to your to, to your bank. You're adding less to your bank account because you're paying more. But for me, Omnia, I feel that it's a great idea the band is a great idea but the apple watch has a lot of third-party apps and software that could do something that similar. could do something similar now before before apple watch did implement that sleep timer that sleep scheduler there was or analysis there was already a third-party app doing it true so i mean there is a lot of things to sacrifice but let us know 4215 would you get the amazon halo band and does that four dollar subscription fee a month put you off like it is putting me off. Yeah. That's the deal breaker for me. <laughs> I know. Let us know your thoughts at 4215-DO-IT-TO-SALAT or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. We want to hear your thoughts about it. Future Talk is coming to an end, but we will be opening yes. the airwaves for the Dream Team on Afternoon Karak. And we hope you guys had a great first day of school. We'll be tuning in tomorrow to see how was your second day of school. <laughs> and we're, uh, this week, we're just going to be up to date with you guys. 4215-DO-IT-TO-SALAT. Let us know how was your first day of school. And it's Future Talk is signing out and going all the way back to space because we are aliens. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.